0: Welcome back to Lost House Channel. My name is Anton Vyeltsin. I'm a criminal defense attorney in the Southern District of California here in San Diego. A few weeks ago, somebody left a comment on one of my videos criticizing the inventory search exception to the warrant requirement under the Fourth Amendment. And maybe rightfully so. That person critiqued this exception saying that officers often impound vehicles just to look and search inside of them. Now remember, the Fourth Amendment protects you against unreasonable searches and seizures, meaning that officers, generally speaking, need to have a warrant before they can go into your vehicle and search it. In fact, I made a series of videos dealing with all of the exceptions to the warrant requirement, and inventory search is one of those exceptions. Now today we're going to look at a case that focuses on the inventory search and rebinds the law enforcement and all of us that officers cannot impound the vehicle and do an inventory search simply as a ruse for a general investigatory search so let's take a look at this case and define once again inventory searches <laughs> In this video, we're discussing a 2010 case from the Court of Appeals in the state of California, the People versus Alfredo Torres. And this case deals with inventory searches. Now, I don't have a whiteboard behind me, so there's no outline in this video today. I always listen to your feedback. Some people tell me that they like the whiteboard and having that outline in front of them. And then some people that watch my channel regularly tell me that they can't even read the whiteboard. So what's the point? Now, I ask you to give me some feedback. Would you rather me go on with having the whiteboard, or do you like simply listening to me as I give you an overview of the case by looking down at the case itself and some of my notes without the whiteboard? Simply in my office. So let me know in the comments below which format do you like better. But here's what happened in People versus Alfredo Torres. Mr. Torres was pulled over by the sheriffs in the city of Anaheim here in California after he did an unsafe lane change and he failed to turn the signal as he made the turn. So always use that blinker. No reason to be pulled over because you failed to show the lane change and fail to signal. When he was pulled over, he turned into a public parking lot near a restaurant and legally parked in one of the parking spots. Now, when he exited the vehicle, he told the sheriff's department, the sheriff's, the officer, that he did not have a driver's license. At that point, the officer asked Mr. Torres for consent to search him. And Mr. Torres agreed. Here's a reminder, never consent to searchers. It never helps you. So in this case, the sheriff searched Mr. Torres and found four cell phones on him and roughly $1,000 in cash. At that point, the officer made a decision to impound the vehicle because Mr. Torres was an unlicensed driver. He couldn't drive that car away from the parking lot. he placed Mr. Torres in the back of the police vehicle and waited for backup. At that point the officers made an inventory search prior to impoundment of the vehicle and in the vehicle they found 12 ounces of methamphetamine and a pay and O sheet in the back seat. Mr. Torres was arrested and charged with possession of narcotics, being on a licensed driver, and other charges. Hey, sorry for this quick interruption, but I just wanted to share this news with you. The sticker packs are now back on my website. There's a new design here. Those are available, and the same design will soon be on a t-shirt. You can now pre-order those, and of course, you can always buy the Do Not Arrest Me t-shirts that's always been on my website. So go check out lostash.com and get a sticker or a t-shirt, pre-order the new one, or get the Do Not Arrest Me one. (laughs) We're back to the case. Mr. Torres filed a suppression motion at the preliminary hearing, arguing that the stop was pretextual and that the inventory search that followed was just a ruse for a general investigatory search. At the preliminary hearing, the deputy made a number of concessions. He conceded that a narcotics officer had previously asked him to develop some basis for stopping the defendant, meaning that there was another officer, a narcotics officer, that asked this particular deputy to pull over Mr. Torres. The deputy agreed with the defense counsel that he had decided to impound the truck in order to facilitate an inventory search. And he also agreed... He was basically using the inventory search as the means to go look for whatever narcotic-related evidence might be in the truck. And he never even started writing that ticket for being an unlicensed driver to Mr. Torres. Now, Mr. Torres renewed his suppression motion and there was a hearing that followed. In this second hearing, the same deputy made other concessions he conceded that he never cited the defendant for driving without a license. I already said that, and we know that from the first hearing. He also agreed that he made the impound decision in order to facilitate an inventory search, to look for some legal basis to try to search the truck for whatever narcotic-related evidence that could have been in the truck. The deputy also agreed that he omitted any reference to the narcotics officer in the initial police report because he believed that at the time that he could write his report to make it look like it was just a traffic stop and that nobody would ever find out that the narcotic officer had actually given him some suggestion. Meaning that this deputy failed to mention the narcotics officer in his reports because he wanted to look like this was simply a traffic stop. But in fact we know from now That the traffic stop was just the reason to search the vehicle later with inventory search. How do we know this? Well, there was a narcotics officer that asked this deputy to pull over Mr. Torres. Now, first, let's discuss the initial stop. In order for the police to stop a vehicle, all they need is reasonable suspicion that a crime has been committed. Now, from both hearings, the deputy testified that he saw Mr. Torres commit traffic offenses. Remember, I mentioned earlier that Mr. Torres failed to show his signal when he changed lanes or made a turn? Well, that's a traffic violation. So for that, of course, the officers can pull you over. The deputy's subjective motivation for watching the defendant's truck is irrelevant. We have a Supreme Court case wren that basically told us that it doesn't matter what the subjective intent of the police officer is. As long as they have an objective reason to pull you over, in this case, a traffic violation, the fact that there are other subjective reasons, like looking into the truck, and searching it later for narcotics evidence, that doesn't matter. The fact that they have a reason to pull somebody over, that's enough. Now let's move on to the inventory search. Now, the stop itself is legal, but the inventory search is not. When we're talking about inventory searches, we need to focus on the purpose of the impound Rather than the purpose of inventory, there are three reasons to impound a vehicle, and all of them stem from the community caretaking functions of the police. First, it is the protection of the owner's property while it remains in police custody. It is also the protection of the police against claims or disputes over lost or stolen property. And finally, the third reason. Is the protection of the police from potential danger, items that can hurt the general public or the police that are inside the vehicle while it is being impounded. Now, the decision to impound the vehicle must be justified by one of those three community caretaking functions, other than the suspicion of evidence of criminal activity. So, the reason to impound the vehicle has to be based on those three items, not the fact that you're trying to search for other items that are incriminating. The United States Supreme Court explained that inventory search cases apply the principle that inventory search must not be a ruse for a general ramaging in order to discover incriminating evidence. And that basically inventory searches cannot be used to look for narcotics. In this case, the officer and the state failed to show the reason why he impounded the vehicle. We know that in this case, the vehicle was parked legally in a public parking lot. So prosecution failed to show that the truck was illegally parked at the enhanced risk of vandalism impeding traffic or pedestrians or could not be driven away by somebody other than the defendant, somebody else who had a driver's license. And of course, this case also looks at federal cases. The federal cases underscore that impounding of a vehicle driven by an unlicensed driver must be supported by some community caretaking function other than temporarily depriving the driver of the use of the vehicle. In this case, the officer testified that he didn't want Mr. Torres to get into the vehicle and drive off after receiving that unlicensed driver's ticket. But of course, we know that he never gave that ticket, so I'm not sure what exactly that worry was. But even in that case, we have federal cases and we have state cases that tell us that officers no need to worry about those other reasons. They have to always look at the three items that I previously described, that are caretaking functions of the police and the, the reasons for conducting an impoundment and inventory search. Thus impounding an inventory search fall within the exact type of pretext concealing an inventory police motive and a ruse for a general ramaging in order to discover incriminating evidence. So the Court of Appeals says this is an improper inventory search. If you enjoyed this video if you now understand a little bit more about inventory searches please click like subscribe hit that bell notification button so next time i post you'll be first to know thanks for watching